This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner 89.0 Free FM online, on air, and on demand. Your Catholic Corner with Thomas and Julie this sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. Special thanks to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City. As you get ready to listen in to God's Word with us this morning, this is Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. That was Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. I'm Julie. I'm here on this, the sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time at Your Catholic Corner with Thomas. Thomas, good morning. Good morning, Julie. Peace be with you. And with you too. Today we have the first reading this morning is from the book of Sirach or Syrac. How do you pronounce it? I'd probably go with the, the first one you said Sirach. Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't say yeah. it. Sorry, Sirach, if you're listening. The first book of Sirach. If you choose, you can keep the commandments, and to act faithfully is a matter of your own choice. The Lord has placed before you fire and water. 
stretch out your hand for whichever you choose. Before each person are life and death, and whichever we choose will be given. For great is the wisdom of the Lord. He is mighty in power and sees everything. His eyes are on those who fear him, and he knows every human action. He has not commanded anyone to be wicked, and he has not given anyone permission to sin. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response to today's psalm, Happy are they who follow the law of the Lord. Happy are they who follow the law of the Lord. Happy are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Happy are those who keep his decrees, who see him with their whole heart. Happy are they who follow the law of the Lord. You have commanded your precepts to be kept diligently. On that my ways may be steadfast in keeping your statutes. Happy are they who follow the law of the Lord. Deal bountifully with your servant, so that I may live and observe your word. Open my eyes, so that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Happy are they who follow the law of the Lord. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I will observe it to the end. Give me understanding, that I may keep your law and observe it with my whole heart. Happy are they who follow the law of the Lord. The second reading is a reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, among the mature we do speak wisdom though it is not a wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age who are doomed to perish. But we speak God's wisdom, secret and hidden, which God decreed before the ages for our glory. None of the rulers of this age understood this, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. As it is written, what no eye has seen nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. On the mountain, Jesus gathered his disciples around him, and he taught them, saying, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not one letter, not one stroke of a letter, will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, Unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. 
You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not murder. And whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you insult a brother or sister, you will be liable to the council. And if you say, you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. So when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother or sister, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser, while the two of you are on your way to court. Or your accuser may hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you will then be thrown into prison. Truly I tell you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one of your members than for your whole body to go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that anyone who divorces his wife, except on the grounds of unchastity, causes her to commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again you have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, You shall not swear falsely, but carry out the vows you have made to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is, is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head that you cannot make one hair white or black. Let your word be yes if yes, or no if no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
Thomas, that was pretty heavy. Yeah, it certainly was. I think I think we got the the full works. Uh, we got the whole gospel. the whole thing there. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, naturally, I think if I was, was to reflect on the the readings of today, I, I would pretty well go go straight to the gospel. Um, and, and for me, it, it really makes me think about uh, the the gravity of sin and and how seriously Christ uh, takes the role of, of sin in our lives. And it was often um, quoted to me um, back in the day that, that unfortunately for, for us believers, that there's a really big I in, in the middle of sin. Um, so, you know, n- none of us escape that. Uh, but I guess it's a really good, good reminder today that, that we shouldn't, we shouldn't trivialise sin. Sin actually separates us from God. And the scriptures are actually quite, quite clear you know what what is the the penalty for sin it's actually death and you know we're, we're actually you know fast um coming closer and closer to lent and i think it's going to be a, a really good good time to stop and think uh what, what, what are some of those sins in my life that that i need to address and i guess like the like the beautiful thing particularly in in our catholic mass is when um, what we hear, you know, I confess to Almighty God that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and so on. So what I really like about our Catholic Mass is that, you know, it's not Tom calling Juliet, it's Julie calling Juliet and Tom calling Tom out and just sort of saying that, hey, uh, actually, in in terms of sin, uh, you're actually sort of in, in good company here because, you know, we all, all fall short um, with, with our sins, with our shortcomings. I, I think also, like you said, the, the, that prayer that we do, I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Because sometimes it's when we fail to do something, it's just as big a sin as if we do do something. Absolutely, you know, like the sins of omission and, and probably um, more traditionally in the church, it's, oh, oh what, what are you going to uh, give up for Lent? And I'm like, well, perhaps we need to turn that on its head. Uh, what are you going to take up for Lent, you know? Is there something that I'm currently not doing that, that I should be doing? And we might sort of think, well, is this, is this really important? And, and the answer is a big yes. And we see that probably for, for two main reasons that we heard in the responsorial psalm today. Happy are those who walk in the way of the Lord. You know, it's going to make life a lot better for yourself and it's going to be a lot more pleasing to God if you avoid sin. And, and secondly, we, we sort of see that uh, actually, yeah, the, the penalty for, for sin is, is actually death. And, you know, that, that's not something, you know, to, to necessarily to scare us, but, but it is a, a very real reality for all of us. I, I remember when I lived in the dark, to use last week's dark light reference, when I lived in the dark before I became Catholic, I had this big hang-up about the word sin. It was this big um, sort of anti-Catholic one-fingered salute that, that just centred 
on this word sin. And when I was doing my RCIA, I remember Monsignor Brian Arahill talking about sin in the original translation from Aramaic or Greek into Latin and then into English. And it actually means off-center. It, it, is, it is not a good thing. It's, but it's not necessary. How can, I, how can I talk about it that it makes sense to me, which may not be. It's how I guess how I've rationalized it. Sin isn't bad per se. But what it means is that we are off-center from God. So it's in our thoughts, in our words, what we've done, what we've not done. Yes, it's all bad, but I think bad is this very judgmental thing. And I don't and I do my best not to be judgmental. So for me it's am I on center with God or not? And and Monsignor Brian comes back to me. And especially you mentioned Lent. He especially comes back to me at Lent because I remember again when I, I don't think I'd even started my ICIA at this stage. Alan and I went to a mass, and this was back when Alan, we used to sit in the back, and Alan had to tell me, stand up, sit down, kneel, be quiet, say this, say that. Um, so he had to lead me through the whole way. And it was Lent. We were at St. Michael's in Remuera. And Monsignor Brian talked about, we were coming into, it was the first week of Lent, and he said that he had just cleaned out the fluff of his his tumble dryer and it made him think of Lent because when you clean out the, the fluff that clogs everything up, it doesn't work very well. His tumble dryer didn't work very well. But when he cleaned out the fluff, it was like cleaning out his life for Lent and it worked better and he was able to be on on center with with his living that was a lot of words for the word sin <laughs> yeah yeah no but but i think it's absolutely so true and and the beauty of, of catholicism i'm like well, we actually don't need to wait till till lent to repent of our sins and and i think it's also a good reminder that i'm like oh we're probably good at um pointing out other people's sins but you know can can we sort of um critically self-reflect sort of thing oh maybe we're yeah where, where am I off center at the moment in, in my life and and the beautiful thing I remember a priest many years ago um, framed it to me in, in such a way that he sort of says you know what he says God suffers from amnesia and I thought oh okay t- tell me about that and it was really was really just trying to make the point you know that that you know Christ forgives you of your sins you know and we hear those cathartic words, you know, from the priest, in persona Christi, I absolve you of your sins. And I think there's something really, really powerful about that. And it was even sort of framed to me in such a way that, you know, like, you know, God willing, when, when we get to heaven and we're face to face with God and we might sort of bring up to him perhaps, oh, you know, that I'd, I've done this sin and I've done that sin. And you might actually find that God sort of says, nah, I don't actually know what you're talking about. You know, so do you remember that, that time when I, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and we've all got a hundred one of those. I'm like, like let, let's get real about this, but I think it's really just a, a real comfort to to know that we've um, 
got a, a merciful and loving God and to know that uh, it's actually not, as, as Pope Francis would, would say, that it's not that, that God, God you know, tires of, of forgiving, it's, it's that we tire of asking for forgiveness. Uh, so I think that that could be a nice little reminder for, for our listeners today. I also liked how you started this right at the beginning with sin has I in the centre. Mm. Yeah, that 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 was something that clicked with me. So thank you for that because I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, yeah, and and as I say, absolutely. You know, like like you know, once again, Pope Francis, you know, sort of says, you know, there's nothing really worse than than you know Catholics who, who go around, you know, acting like a bunch of sourpusses who've been been to a funeral. You know, so like we shouldn't we shouldn't despair. But at the same time, we do need to take our, our sin very seriously and just sort of think, yeah, yeah, where do I need to sharpen up with the things in my life? And maybe, just maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to put you on the spot here. I do not go to, I'm going to confess, I do not go to reconciliation very often. I'm an Easter and a Christmas woman, C&E. Um, and yeah, I, I guess my life would work a lot better if I went more often. Yeah, and, and it's one of those things. Perhaps again for listeners as well, you know, you know, find out when you have, uh, you know, regular reconciliation at, at your local parish, or, or, or make a habit of it. Because I know certainly back in the day in the church, you know, it would be sort of every Saturday morning um, that the Catholics were, you know, pretty well expected to go and, and confess their sins, but. As I say, there's something really cathartic about hearing those words of absolution and, and sort of saying to God that, hey, I'm going to try and do better. And like to, to last week's discussion as well, um, we, we spoke about my time at Life Teen Summer Camp. Um, and admittedly, I, I possibly fall into the same boat as you, Julie, that I'm like, you know, I'm there saying to the priest, uh, I, I don't actually know, <laughs> you know, when exactly the last time I went to, to reconciliation was. So that was quite a good reminder, yeah, that it's obviously been, you know, a, a bit too long. But, you know, like we said in the story of like like the, the prodigal son, I mean, you know, Jesus is always going to uh, welcome you back very, very warmly. And we see, you know, there's always going to be um, greater joy in heaven, you know, for, for one unrighteous sinner, you know, re- returning than, than, you know, those 99 people who are, who aren't in need of, of any mercy or forgiveness. I think for me, the reason I, and I'd be able to sort this out straight away. I mean, I'm answering my own question here. The reason I don't go is because I don't know what to do. And I am worried about offending the priest by saying the wrong thing. All I know, all I remember is, forgive me, Father, I have sinned. That's all I can remember. Everything beyond then, I, it just goes, it's out. So the reason, the, the reason I don't go is because I don't want to offend yeah, yeah, and and I think it's one of those things that uh, I think we really need to probably get into our minds and hearts as Catholics that um, when that instance, you know, the priest is acting in persona Christi and, you know, the, the, there's nothing new under the sun, really. You know, like your sin your sin is not original in, in one way, shape, form or another. And it might be that, that I know at this Life Team um, Summer Camp event that I went to, we actually had a little 
uh, booklets that, that sort of prompted us about exactly what to say. And I even know that I was speaking to, to one, one, yeah, one young person and he sort of said, oh, the priest actually told me to, to speak from the heart, you know, not, not what's, you know, in, in the little prayer book. So I think, you know, like, like if, it's, if it's heartfelt, then, you know, Christ knows what, what you're on about, you know, even as inarticulate as, as we might be sometimes and, and not wanting to offend. Yeah, thank you for saying that. And on that note, let's wrap up with today's today's sixth Sunday in Ordinary Time. I will start by saying thank you to the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest in Hamilton City. This show, Your Catholic Corner, started in the year 2000, and here we are in the year 2023. So thank you to the parishioners of St. Matthew's. You've been listening to Your Catholic Corner on 89.0 Free FM with Thomas and Julie this sixth Sunday of Ordinary Time. God bless. Episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.